The Word of God for meditation this morning comes from Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 2, reading from the ESV. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Did you know that it used to be a tradition for the newly elected President of the United States to host an open house at the White House? For one day after his inauguration, the doors would be open to whomever wanted to go in. But typically it was reserved for politicians and the elite of society. One particular instance, one notable occasion, was on March 4, 1829. Newly elected Andrew Jackson hosted a party in the White House. The number of attendees quickly surpassed 20,000 people. Muddy shoes stained the carpet, and food, especially cheese, was rubbed into the floor. Overall, it was quite a disaster. However, the tradition continued until the late 1800s until multiple assassination attempts were made and Grover Cleveland brought an end to the open door tradition. Nowadays, if you try to enter the White House without an appointment, you would most likely be arrested by the Secret Service and questioned about what you were doing. There is no open-door policy. Paul, in our text this morning, does talk about an open-door policy, one that is even better than having complete access to the President of the United States, and is available to you. You have an open door to God. Originally, gaining access to God was similar to that of gaining access to the president today. The nation of Israel was a perfect example. The people could not go directly to God. They had to go through Moses during his time or through the high priest. There needed to be a mediator, a go-between. But why? Well, because of sin. Isaiah writes, But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he does not hear. And you know what Paul says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Sin created a gulf between you and the holy, everlasting, almighty God. Whereas you are sinful, guilty, weak, and immoral. That is how you and I are by nature. By nature of your sinful flesh and mind, we were numbered with those whose iniquities separated us from God. God himself said, You cannot see my face, for man shall not see me and live. If we dared to go before God on our own, we would die instantly. That is a state you and I are in by nature. Absolutely no access to God because our sins mark us guilty and unworthy to stand in the presence of holiness. So how is it then that Paul can say we have access to God? 
Verse 1. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the most important fact in all of history. And it is a fact that has brought you here this morning. Our Lord, true God in all his holiness, became man. Jesus, that same perfect one, God made flesh, lived the perfect life on this earth according to every part of God's perfect law in your place. Where you and I failed and fell, Jesus stood perfect. He succeeded. In our Christ, the Anointed One, he was appointed by God to be the sacrifice that was required to pay for the sins and guilt that you and I committed. But not for our sins only, but for the sins of your parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, etc., etc. Yes, even the whole entire world. Your Lord Jesus Christ shed his innocent blood so that you could be washed clean of all guilt and shame. And the Holy Spirit has worked in each and every one of you to create faith in your heart, to hold on to this, to trust this, to believe these facts for your salvation. You stand justified before God. So when God looks at you, he does not see the sins of lying, lust, coveting, gossiping, or whatever it may be. No, he sees your Savior's perfect righteousness covering you, filling you. For that reason, you are no longer separated from God. You are no longer an enemy with God, but you have peace with God. You have a peace beyond any peace this world can offer you. Your creator, the one whose law is perfect and good, who is a righteous judge, is at peace with you as you are his child. You can have the confidence to approach God, your Father, with the confidence that he will not be angry at you, but he is at peace with you. This is a complete, unlimited, and free access you have with God. It is by grace, a gift given to you to be your very own possession out of God's abundant love for you. And you stand constantly in this grace. What does that mean? It means that in the good times and the bad, in the moments of peace and in the moments of turmoil and struggle, you can have the confidence that you are not standing before an angry judge who will strike you down. Rather, you are standing before God on the basis of his undeserved love. You stand before God with your Savior at your side saying, This is my redeemed. Hear him. And God does. Jesus is your intercessor, your mediator. And with him at your side, well, you have an eternal hope of confidence that God will always leave his door open for you to come in. Is there a greater peace than that? 
Now, you may not have access to powerful people like the President of the United States, like the people did in Andrew Jackson's day. But that's okay. You have access to the one who controls the nations, to the one who fashioned and made you with his own hand, the one who redeemed you, the one who has called you to be his own dear child. You have access to your Father in heaven, who receives your prayers, your requests, your distresses, and he deals with you according to his love that he showed through your Savior, Jesus Christ. Rejoice. God hears you. Amen. We'll close this morning with the singing of the doxology. Yeah.